Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. Start building your own website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code BF at checkout and get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. A warning, uh, this episode of Internet Explorer is going to include a lot of chewing and eating sounds. Uh, This is going to be a food-themed episode. If the sound of people chewing and eating and slurping really loudly grosses you out, um, there's actually a name for that. It's called misophonia, uh, if the sound of, like, chewing grosses you out that much. So just be warned. We also might say swear words, but, like, honestly, this is going to be the worst part of it. (laughs) Hello! 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 Hello. Welcome to Internet Explorer. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. We have um, a heck of a show this week because... um, uh, we didn't have to do much of the work for it, so I already love it. I think it's great. We basically outsourced half of our show this week uh, to BuzzFeed <laughs> business reporter Vanessa Wong. Yeah, it was great. Uh, we have kind of a food-themed episode today. Yeah, we thought it would be a good follow-up to weeks uh, about talking about fucking turkeys and <laughs> butt chugging. We thought, you know what's next? We should do. We should get into the food game. Let's get in the food podcasting game. Yeah. You were in Japan recently, and you went to a famous ramen shop and ate there. That's right. And we also have tape from our a BuzzFeed business reporter, Vanessa Wong, who went with a famous chef to a McDonald's where you could <laughs> build your own burger through a special robot. That's like a great metaphor for like what I think we're trying to do with this show, which is, you know, <laughs> get a really good guest and then make them literally mire through shit for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, the Buzz, that's the BuzzFeed Internet Explorer podcast way. But before we get into all of that, Katie, you've been kind of excited about this really weird video from 2012, right? Uh, technically 2011. <laughs> so, um, okay. <laughs> I I forgot about this. You know, Facebook, I've grown to love in a weird, messed up way. And I think it's because I've sort of like broken my Facebook experience in a lot of ways. Like I don't ever see friends on there anymore. I just like see like a bunch of like Bigfoot enthusiast watcher groups that I joined. See, my thought was that you like Facebook because you're slowly becoming an old woman. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, the thing is, is I, I, I don't care about my friends or family. And right. so I don't want to <laughs> see what they have to say. Um, or see pictures of them. Yeah. But I've created a Facebook experience for myself where I basically never see friends and family. I just see all these like groups and weird things. But sometimes, you know, it, one of the new features Facebook has been doing is it shows you like an old post from a couple of years ago. It's right. like today on this day. And so this week it showed me uh, a post I had made in December of 2011. And I was talking about how much I loved this particular video that was going viral at the time. And, you know, it's a little bit lost to the sands of time because it was sort of topical. So in the December of 2011, there was a butter shortage in (laughs) the country of Norway. Ah, yes. The Norwegian butter shortage of 2011. (laughs) Of course. And, you know, Norway is like one of the richest countries on the planet. So for them, like, to have, like, a food shortage is, like... It's like kind of funny. Isn't, Nor- you know? isn't Norway also the country that has that app to let you find out if you are about to fuck your cousin? No, that's Iceland. Oh, I get all white people and where they're from confused. So you are so racist, Ryan. I just I can't I, I can't tell them. <laughs> Please do not mix up the Scandinavian. I'm sorry. All is- of their all of their just you know bland <laughs> mayo faces blur together in my mind, and I just can't tell them apart. That's just so. People, it was in the news a bunch, and like people in the United States were kind of like joking about it because it's like really funny that there's a butter shortage right. um, in like this extremely wealthy country where they want for nothing most of the time. So this guy is, I guess, like a popular blogger in uh, Norway, 
And what you're not seeing is that he kind of has an unusual look. So he's he has like flat ironed hair. He has like lip like really glossy lip gloss on. Um, and he's very upset about the fact that Americans are making fun of the Norwegian butter shortage. Do you know what this is? This is a traditional box of Norwegian butter. Let's look inside. And, you know, that this is ruining uh, Christmas for them and that they don't understand. And it's like, it's just like this guy is so upset and, and like angry about it. It's really amazing. Do you think this is enough for all the Christmas cakes that I was going to make in uh, Christmas? No. So fuck you, American people. Because you don't know how it feels being without butter in Christmas time. And I ask again, what if it was you? <laughs> oh, man. It just, it made me smile to see this from four years ago. <laughs> well, and I just, I just wanted, you know, I wanted to share it with everyone because I feel like it was a really important viral video that, you know, is a little bit forgotten. No, you no, know? it's true. Bring it back. I, I, I think you're doing a service. Uh, but there's a bunch of crazy stuff that's been happening on the internet in this year, in this month, Katie. Um, oh, yeah. Pulling it back. Um, I want to talk about how the girl from Star Wars is destroying, uh, you know, male identity in America because uh, shit's gone too far, I think. <laughs> As a white man, I think I'm just feeling a little uncomfortable that uh, no one looks like me anymore on TV. Yeah. No, I can completely understand. Ryan, did you see Star Wars? I have seen Star Wars. I thought the scene where Jar Jar Binks has sex with Chewbacca for 45 minutes in the middle was <laughs> so good. I thought that. Chewbacca didn't need to get his head cut off after, but like that's just I, spoilers. Mm. By the way, spoilers. So I had kind of like I I haven't seen it, but I had a kind of spoiler problem. Um, oh, you mean a that little bit fucked up thing mis- you did on Facebook? Is that what you're talking about? Well, fuck okay, you. So that's why the- I've been meaning to tell you about this. <laughs> fuck you. You I, you ruined the entire week leading up for me going to Star Wars because your stupid fucking Facebook thing. Oh, I hate you. Oh, I'm so mad again about this. So here is the problem. I Ugh. um, my my boss and I were like joking around that it would be funny to like do a bunch of fake Star Wars spoilers, <laughs> and so we like I tweeted out um what I thought was a fake spoiler. And, uh, you know, I did it in this, like, what I thought was a very clever way, which was to tweet a really topical sentence, which at the day was sort of when uh, Martin Scarelli had just gotten arrested. Right. Martin Scarelli, of course, is the pharmaceutical uh, CEO who raised the price of an AIDS medication really high and also bought, like, the single copy of a Wu-Tang album and then was recently arrested for securities fraud. Okay, so back to your fucked up troll. Yeah, I tweeted... Wow, Martin Scarilli has has finally released the Wu Tang album, and then it was a link to a picture. And at the bottom of the picture, you had to sort of scroll down. It said a spoiler, which again I thought was a fake spoiler. I thought that it was like a joke. It turned out that the thing I tweeted actually happens in the movie, wait. and it was a real spoiler. And everyone was really, really mad at me. Wait, wait. So that's not what I'm even talking about. I'm talking about the horrible thing you did on Facebook. What was that? Oh, so okay, so because of like where I am in the world or for whatever reason how I use Facebook, like you float to the top of my Facebook a lot. 
I think it's because you're just always looking on my page, well, yeah, liking yeah. my photos. I mean, that's definitely just, true. Just, yeah. I'm just hovering over the block button every afternoon whenever you get on there. But basically, you, you just wrote, Luke Skywalker dies. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that was to try to cover up my <laughs> tracks about the real spoiler that I tweeted. <laughs> and so I was like, I I'll go on week. Facebook and I'll do a different spoiler. And that way everyone will know that I'm kidding and I wasn't tweeting real spoilers. So look, look, here's the thing. Learning what's going to happen in a movie is not the bad part about getting a spoiler. The bad part about getting a spoiler is having to sit through the movie agonized about when that thing you know is going to happen happens. <laughs> so you posting on Facebook, Luke Skywalker dies, did that to me because I spent the whole goddamn movie waiting <laughs> to see if Luke Skywalker dies. I think that the problem, and I guess I sort of overestimated this, is that I assumed that people would understand that, A, there's no way I would have had any insider information before the movie was released about, you know, what happens in Star Wars. I'm not, like, in a Star Wars inside information situation. And B, like, I wouldn't tweet, star like, spoilers. Like, I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm a good person. I didn't mean to. Anyways, I felt really terrible about the whole thing. And I'm sorry to anyone who has followed me and, um, I mean, for a lot of reasons, but. All right. Well, either either way. It was a good movie. At the same time, I think there are too many women in it because, like, you know, like we don't know what light speed can do to the the human menstrual cycle. And until we do, <laughs> I just don't think there can be any female Jedi's. You know, like I don't know. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. But you know what I do know? What's that? That that this video I saw on Twitter coming into the studio, and by studio I mean the closet that I record in every day, by Emma Donnell who is from uh, Northern Ireland. Um, it is captioned, My Ma is Gonna Kill Me, Why Do I Drink? And it is one of the best videos I've seen all year. Um, what you're about to hear is a very drunk girl from Northern Ireland dancing with a fully decorated Christmas tree while singing Journeys Don't Stop Believing. You stick there in that train going <laughs> oh, this is so good. Oh, it's, she's oh, it's man. beautiful. This is beautiful. Ow. Emma, if you hear about being on the show and, and you would like to talk to us about what happened immediately after uh, your Christmas tree fell on top of you, uh, please email us at Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. And I'll try to take the, um, the BuzzFeed jet to Northern Ireland so I can interview about it. The BuzzFeed jet. Yeah, yeah. The the we have a we have a helicopter that's shaped like Jonah Peretti's face, but I can't take that to Northern <laughs> Ireland because it doesn't do like sea travel very well. I only oh, I take right. that to Scotland and back. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> the viral jet. Speaking of your travels, yes, uh, Ryan. Yes, you were recently in Japan. I was. I was the new kid at Japanese high school. Um, I had one red eye, and all the kids knew. Like, the club presidents knew that I was probably magical in some way, um, but they bullied me until uh, I got my own robot. Wait, I thought that when you go to Japanese high school, that's when you date a pigeon. Uh, it depends on... It, in the game. It depends on what you're doing. Like, in my version, I uh, got married to a hologram and um, spent a lot of time in 7-Eleven. That part is real. Seven, Japanese 7-Elevens uh. are fucking fire. Oh, my God. They're so good. So you 
had an exceptional food experience. I did. So I was there to help set up BuzzFeed Japan. Yo, shout out BuzzFeed Japan. Yo, Desuke, what's going on? Shout um, out BuzzFeed Japan. Hi, Dan. Um, Hi. So the whole crew there were really obsessed with me going to this place called Jiro Ramen. Basically what it is, it's uh, kind of like a, a chain of hole-in-the-wall ramen shops that are almost exclusively eaten at by men. Interesting. And it's it's a weird vibe. So uh, I went to a Jiro Ramen shop in Tokyo, and you wait in line for about 45 minutes. Okay. And everything smells sort of like lard and grease coming out of the, the fucking storefront. So after 45 minutes, I get up go in and I realize that it's not like so much a restaurant as it is like seven or eight stools that are surrounding like the chef and no one is talking and you sit there and you uh, I ordered a large because I'm from America and I am a dumbass so this is the Jiro ramen and this is a large this is my first bite of it and the, the two female reporters I, were, I was with, uh, BuzzFeed reporters, they ordered halves of a small each. <laughs> so I got a large. It tasted fine, but it was like absolutely disgusting, and I couldn't eat it fast enough. And what I didn't realize about ramen is that the more time you take to eat it, the more fluid gets absorbed into the noodles, so the bigger it gets. So it's been about um, 15 minutes. Um, the nose running has already started. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> but it is really good. It tastes great. So I've seen the picture. So it's like it is this enormous, enormous. pile of ramen. Yeah. Like it's a mountain of ramen in front of you. Yeah, it's like, shocking. It's piled up out of the bowl so high that like the part coming out of the bowl is almost as tall as the bowl itself. Progress report. I feel like I'm about halfway. I'm slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm about halfway, I think. Well, I mean, I got people tweeting things like, don't order the large the first time you go to Jiro Ramen. Or those who order large and don't eat it are just the worst. And then another person just tweeted, hubris. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. You had ramen hubris. I did. I had I had ramen hubris. I'm, I'm almost done. I don't think I can physically finish it. I'm, my nose is running. And I feel crazy. I'm done. <laughs> so, how do you feel? I feel great. <laughs> I don't feel good. I, I felt better before I ate it. Uh, it was really good, really greasy, and I feel like I'm gonna have to poop for like a hundred years. To be totally honest, I really would like to eat it again. Like the minute I was done, I felt really sick, but instantly wanted to eat more of it. So if you're ever in Tokyo and you want to eat completely silently with a bunch of men and then immediately be forced to leave when you're done eating, you should definitely go to Jiro Ramen. It is great. What do you think it is about Jiro Ramen that it's just for men? Well, I think it's not considered good ramen. It's like um, like the Domino's Pizza of ramen. Okay. I sort of get it. That's I mean, I'll say that. I feel like when in New York City, when you go past the like two bros pizza slices that like are the 99 cents pizza places. Exactly. I feel like it's mostly a male clientele there. Exactly. It's it's like a Buffalo Wild Wings sort of vibe. But wait, Buffalo Wild Wings, you go for a great time to hang out with your friends and watch sports. 
What are you talking about? BuzzFeed's Internet Explorer is brought to you by <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, the perfect prelude to sweatpants sex. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's Jira um, Ramen, folks. <laughs> Um, Ryan, I hope they never let you back in Japan, uh, and I'm glad that uh, this country has discovered what uh, some of America has already discovered, which is that you're a colossal tool. Oh, speaking of which, I'll be going back to Japan for three weeks in January, <laughs> so please uh, tweet at me and tell me things that I should do. Uh, they're sending me back. This time, I'm getting the sexy monkey. I'm going to meet Shibani the sexy gorilla. It's going to fucking oh. happen. I'm going to do oh, it. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to look that ape right in the eyes and tell him I love him. Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, and there's absolutely no coding required. So you're free to create the website you've always dreamt of. Which brings us to this week's installment of websites that don't exist but totally should, where people on the street open up about their deepest domain name dreams. Just recently I was asking for a Thanksgiving recipe, and my dad said he'd text it to me. My grandmother says, just, just fax it, fax it to him. My name is Clark, um, and an idea for a website that I've been brewing on for a while is called MyGrandmotherLikesThis.com. Um, essentially, it's just a site for grandmothers. Um, I mean, anyone and everyone can use this site. It's specifically designed for grandmothers. If somebody's spending about 10 seconds on a tab, you know it's not a grandmother. Grandmothers don't read that fast. So we're going to do listicles, like 21 reasons you should go to this pharmacy, or 11 reasons that you need to start taking this medicine. So that way we kind of have an opportunity to do like some good sponsored content with brands, but also relevant stuff that grandmothers want to read. Well, there would be a help tab, and it just a very large screen would pop up saying, call your grandkids. So once something comes along and I have the money to make this happen, my grandmother likes this, it's going to come on in full force. The number one question on the FAQ site will be, help, what time does my local grocery store open? Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Or like, build it beautiful. Sorry. Unlike me, who, who should never eat food, <laughs> let alone <laughs> tell people about it, we, we sent our producer Julia to a McDonald's on 23rd and Park in New York City with BuzzFeed business reporter Vanessa Wong and the chef and owner of Pies and Thighs, Sarah Senna, who was who seven months pregnant. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah, so McDonald's is doing this new thing in a few locations where it's basically like a kiosk with a robot where you can build your own burger. Yeah. And, you know, Vanessa was interested in how this is going to work in a retail environment. And we were interested because it combines really crappy food with a robot and a <laughs> exploitable marketing campaign that we can uh, troll for our own benefit. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so sorry, you know, so we also wanted like a real chef, someone who actually like in theory knows about food and knows what they're doing right. to build a real McDonald's burger. I'm Vanessa Wong, and I'm a business reporter at BuzzFeed News. Um, my name is Sarah Sane. I'm a 
owner of Pies and Thighs and the the pastry half of Pies and Thighs. And we're at the Build-A-Burger McDonald's with table service on 23rd and Madison. Um, it looks it looks nice, but a lot of McDonald's look nice. Yeah, it's one of the redesigned McDonald's. Sure. So they redid a lot of the interiors to accommodate the new kiosk machines that we'll be making our burgers on. I, it's going to be hard for me to resist just making a McDonald's burger. I'm dying to try the premium bun. That's top of my list. How are you feeling? Are you scared? Are you excited? No. Ready. Seven and a half months pregnant. Ready for burgers. Okay. A bold new experience awaits, it says. Order here. Touch to start. Uh, show me. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's like serving suggestions. You can do show me the specialty builds. So look, you can get an artisan roll. A, oh, no, wait. I don't want that. A sesame bun, ciabatta, or a lettuce wrap. <laughs> As a McDonald's fan... I'm gonna, I gotta go artisan, even though I know it's gonna be some brioche thing. I'm gonna be mad. It has butter and eggs in it. See, I think I'm going just for novelty. Like, now that they've opened up the ingredients to me, they've like given me access to their kitchen. I just want them to like make the burger I've never been able to make before. So, I think I'm gonna do peppercorn sauce, even though the sriracha mayo is exciting to me. But that one looks kind of good. This is gonna be a total mess. <laughs> There's no way this isn't gonna be us. Okay, so I'm gonna add it to my cart. So when they were walking around the kiosk in the, the restaurant, um, all of a sudden these two guys who worked for McDonald's came up uh, and sort of were following them around and introduced themselves. And it turned out it was actually uh, Ed Seely, who's the operations consultant for the New York metro region for McDonald's, and uh, the Paul Goodman, the McDonald's franchisee. And, like, I'm imagining this is sort of going down, like, men in black style. Like, two men in black suits appear behind them, and they're like, I see you're fucking with our food robot. We have an onlooker. Should we say hi? What's your name? Can you say your name? Paul Goodman. I'm the owner. Question. Is the lettuce bun the same lettuce as the inside lettuce? Uh, it is not. It's bun lettuce. I never called it that, but... Uh, <laughs> If we want to call it bun lettuce, hey, yeah, it is bun lettuce. You know, it's a low-carb bun alternative that is what I eat, actually. I have a balanced lifestyle. I go to the gym five days a week, eat McDonald's four or five days a week, 47 years old, day. I'm still in shape. That's so great. For listeners, he looks really fit. <laughs> My name is Samantha. Hi, is it your first time? Uh, yes, it is. it is. Are you excited? I am. So I'm excited as long as you're excited. Whatever you like, whatever you need, just let somebody know on the floor and I'll be right back for you. Oh, her meal. It's so magnificent. Mm. Still, it still tastes familiar, you know? So Sarah, were you deliberate in your choices in terms of matching flavor profiles of one ingredient to another? Mm. I was trying to not order just a McDonald's cheeseburger. And as you can see, I like totally failed and made myself a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's <laughs> exactly what I'm eating. Oh, mine is so much better than yours. My God. There's so much lettuce. <laughs> I also like that it's like something that could be like a real housewife might eat that, you know? Like it's, it's just some meat and some vegetables, you know? I don't know. That's true. 
interesting experience. I feel like now that I'm like further away from it, I'm, I want to say like, please don't do this, McDonald's. Maybe don't do it. I don't want to order from a kiosk and I want my $1.09 burger. Because if I want a great burger, like I will go to a place where I can tell them more information about what I want, like a temperature and we haven't talked about your tomato, but your tomato is not great. I kind of like the kiosk. No offense to anyone who takes my order. I just like knowing all the things on the menu and not feeling pressured to make a decision right then. I mean, maybe it's like saying I like holding a book, which I don't, I don't care. I'll read on anything, but like, I like talking to a person. <laughs> Ryan, would you rather build your own burger with a robot or would you rather have a trusted McDonald's employee do it for you? Well, so I'm a big fan of building my own food out of existing McDonald's food anyways. Like the, when I go to McDonald's, I do the same thing every time, uh, which is I get a McDouble plain. Wait, so just beef and bun? It's two patties and cheese on a bun. Oh, okay. So I get one of those, and then I get a McChicken plain. And then I get a bunch of French fries, and then I take the buns off, and I put the two patties and then the chicken patty together on top of them with French fries, and then I cover it in barbecue sauce, and then I put the patties back on, and then I eat it as one sandwich. Wait a minute. Yeah. How are you still alive? (laughs) That's what I do like almost every time I go to McDonald's, and it's great. It tastes amazing. I feel like the government needs to do tests on you to, like, isolate the gene that allows you to keep living after <laughs> shoving this garbage in your body. You have the cure for so many illnesses. It's so good. There is nothing so clean as my burger machine. With a everyone, happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. Starting in 2016, so our first new episode will be January 8th. We are moving to Fridays. Fridays. Um, which doesn't really affect you unless you are like, I need this on Wednesdays yeah. to live my life. In which case, you have a lot bigger problems than... Yeah, you like... <laughs> yeah, stop that. But we but we appreciate it very much. Um, so yeah, so tune in on Fridays starting January 8th. Um, as always, thanks to Julia, who triumphantly went to McDonald's. Pretty sure, you know, she just wanted to go to McDonald's anyways and then brought a recorder, uh-huh. but like whatever. If Meg Kramer was a fast food restaurant, I'd say she's a Checkers. I hate Checkers. It's, it's like where all the meth heads go on Long Island. It's the worst. If, if Eleanor Kagan was a fast food restaurant, she would be uh, a Sonic because she's elusive. And when she's around, mm. like, I'm happy, but like not for too much because then I'm like, all right, tone it down. If a Jenna Weiss Berman was a fast food restaurant, she would be White Castle. Oh, straight up White Castle. <laughs> because she's white. Yep. And she's a princess in a castle for me. Also, thanks to Tan Lines for our theme song. Um, if they were a fast food restaurant, they would be Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. Like one of the one of the uh, experimental Taco Bells on the West Coast. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, listen to us on Stitcher and if you have an Android get a different phone you can always email us internetexplorer at buzzfeed.com you can tweet at us at iExplorer we've received some emails about this and some messages about this and I want to make it very clear that if you give us a song that you want to be in this show we will totally do that and give you a shout out as long as like it's like of a certain level of audio quality like just above like recorded in your bathroom on your phone 
these kind of things. So like, if, send us things. We'll we'll totally do that. Oh, you had me a Patriots windbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I want to pull up a Patriots windbreaker, and I want to ban you after the <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, and we can Go share. Pats. We can we can share a Newport cigarette in my pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.